Hey, it's Jmark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. Here to say we are doing two live shows this coming summer in the D.C. Virginia area. That's right, coming this summer on May 25th, we will be performing at the Escape Velocity Convention, a science fiction convention run by the Museum of Science Fiction. And we will also be performing a live show on the weekend of July 12th to 14th at BlurredCon, a con dedicated to representation and inclusion in the geeky community. We're really excited for the opportunity, and we're going to be selling exclusive merch at these events. So if you can make it, we hope to see you there. Previously on Tabletop for the End of the World. Welcome to Burning Men. We can use our game to keep them further distracted. The dead still have gods, Torin. And Twilight opens the box and pulls an ocarina out of it. I'm gonna need a little bit, a little bit more inspiration to get through this. You want all of me? You can have all of me. Must not fail again. You see the lion's insignia holding its spot in the air where the Ion Stone once floated. There's no longer a portal. There is only this amulet, this lion's head, encasing itself in the air, interwoven with black light. I don't care about my bosses or the mission. What I care about is getting out of here. Dear, dear Croachers, did you truly believe you could hide from us? But know that we do not take treason lightly. They don't just kill without reason. We're fodder to them. We're resources at best. I usually talk to her, but I guess... Come to old Chinatown. Kevin is waiting. Please, gods, please let him heal. Just show him kindness and give him more days. Kev, I'm sorry. I should have been there with you. I, I should have gotten you out of the collapsed quarter in the first place. No need to be so hard on yourself, young J. Mark. Young Kevin is strong. He will survive this. He will come back to us. How can you be so sure? Anyone able to survive months of isolation in that bunker surely has immense mental fortitude. Yeah. Now, tell me, where is young Mitch? Is he not coming by? He was here earlier to set everything up. He's convinced that playing the game might help wake Kev up, or at least bring him some comfort. I see. Well then, I will give you time alone with Kevin. I have some matters to attend to with an associate.
Good day, good day, my lovely, lovely listeners. I'm back once again with your daily wisdom. It has been a month since Burning Man, and we are absolutely tickled over the success. The air was positively ablaze with joyful celebration, and the encroachers have been dealt with. Moving forward, I will be providing information and updates about future community events. Perhaps we will even include more live-action events that you can all take part in for the glory of Potriblat. Wouldn't that be delightful? I think so, too. Personally, I think we should bring back our true reality talent show. As you all remember, a millennia ago, people all around the world had the opportunity to watch contestants on a variety of shows and vote on who got to move forward. And the losers were promptly and brutally killed for their inability to entertain. This, of course has not been put into practice because the safety of our true reality members is of the utmost value. Oh, but, idea, perhaps we can consider opening the gates for encroachers to compete. The only limit is their willingness to come back home to us. Are you sure this will work? It has to. We were his first friends since leaving True Reality. And we won't know unless we try. Why are you guys whispering? I can barely hear you. We don't want to wake... Well, okay, I guess we do. I don't know, it just seemed polite. If we're gonna play, then let's play. Fair enough. Well, um... So, you guys left off with, uh... You closed the portal to the Shadowfell and the undead planes, and you've been sitting in pretty much darkness ever since then. The only light is coming from the glowing purple runes that have been etched into the floor, but now even that light is slowly fading and threatening to leave your party in the dark. The entrance to the room, the only egress that you guys see, has been closed when the boulders and stalactites collapsed during your big boss battle last time we played. Uh, and it's... I toss it over to you guys. Uh, you have not yet uh, healed. Uh, this is immediately after that boss battle. Okay, so I guess we're really going to do this without Kevin. Um, uh, 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 Torin? I get uh, Torin, uh, what are we... What are we gonna do? I think, I think Vert was knocked unconscious when we, when he blew up the thing. Torn, lying on the ground, completely battered, bruised, possibly stabbed. I'm not sure. Yeah, remind me, guys. I I lost my notes a month ago. Remind me, what is your health at right now? I am at a two. I am at a nine, and I think Vert, I don't know, but I'm going to say he's knocked unconscious, so we don't have to worry about it. All right, yeah, if that's how I want to play it, I'm okay with that. 
I mean, what else is he going to do? Just stand there with his eyes rolled in the back of his head? <laughs> Just hovering, <laughs> zombieing behind you. Oh, Kevin would have liked that joke. <laughs> Ally Twilight, you will need to dig through the boulders. I would help you. But, uh, I cannot feel the strength from Hercules, my symbol. Yeah, that's it right. Your symbol is still me. your symbol's still floating there, um, sort of <clears throat> stuck somehow, floating in space, uh, seemingly in exactly where the portal once was. I have lost my connection to Hercules, and I do not have the strength to get up at this moment. Actually, um, Torin, you would I think you would know this. Go ahead and roll either your religion or your arcana. See what's going on with your symbol there. Not going to help much since I have neither. Well, then maybe you'll learn nothing. <laughs> Worst paladin ever. <laughs> He's not a learny-thinky paladin. He's a smashy-huggy paladin. You monster, you're the one who told me. You don't need religion. You're not a cleric. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the god you're actually praying to is literally just an action figure that Torn found. All right, I guess roll a d20 <laughs> and hope for the best. I, I, yeah, I mean, hope is a paladin. Do I get like a negative one because I don't have religion? No, you just get whatever uh, your, um, I believe. So no bonuses, I just get whatever based. I roll. No, it's it's your, I uh, believe it is d20 plus your intelligence modifier. So minus my intelligence modifier, negative one. Yep, that's then right. Yes. 17, 18 minus one. Um, that's not bad. That's, that's actually really good. What you know is that the strength of Hercules is a strength against fighting evil and corrupt things. So your best guess as a paladin is that the reason the amulet is staying stuck in space is it's keeping the portal sealed. And wherever moved or removed or destroyed, uh, that portal might open up again. <clears throat> Unfortunately, ally Twilight, I have lost my connection to Hercules, but... My symbol, it will keep the portal closed for however long it is there. Okay, well, uh, uh, could I roll my perception to see if I can find us a way out uh, What here? are you trying to percept? You might be able to know it automatically. I was almost worried he was going to try to prestidigitate the rocks. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm going to try to perceive a way out. Like, just anything that can allow me to see a way for us to get out safely and take fur with us. Alright, what do you got? Up, oh, that is a nine. Yeah, nine. best guess is that you can still see a little bit of murky light now that your eyes have adjusted, uh, coming from the top of the pile of rocks. Meaning that maybe you don't have to move all of them, but maybe just like you, you might be able to shimmy out a tunnel. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna take Derek's head. I'm gonna say, Derek. Uh, yeah. Yes. Hello. I don't have a shovel, but could you help me? Well, I, could you help me dig us out of here? Well, sure. I, I don't have arms, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have. Uh... And I'm gonna take Derek's head, and I'm gonna place uh, it on like each rock, and start using him as like a makeshift mini shovel. Oh, oh goodness! I've been reduced to a tool. I'm a tool now. It's okay, Derek. You're you are the savior of our team, and I'm I'm digging us out. Uh, do I need to roll anything, or what's gonna happen? Um, it's just a matter of how quickly do you want to try to leave. You could try to uh expend some strength and make yourself real tired, or you can take your time digging through the rocks. 
Um, I'm really worried about Vert uh, because they are unconscious. I think they got hurt pretty badly. Mm -hmm. So I, I definitely think I might have to use some strength here. Okay, uh, give me a... I believe that would be athletics for physical uh, physical labor. Okay. Do I get any bonuses for using Derek, like using a tool? Why not? We'll plus one you there, buddy. Okay. That that helps equalize my stuff. Torin slowly drags himself over to Vert to check on him. Unable to rise from the ground. I got a flat up and down 18. Yeah, 20 minutes of hard digging and twilight... Their kimono is covered in sweat now, but you've dug a tunnel out past over the rocks. Uh, Torin, what were you doing during this during this twenty minutes? Dragging my broken, beaten body to check on unconscious ally Vert. Since we're kind of playing that around, like Kevin, you guys just want to carry Vert's body around for a while. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is I'm mm -hmm. gonna go over to Torin and I'm gonna cast Healing Word. Wait, how long have you had that? Why have I been using magic points? I, be, because I, I don't worry about it. Why you gotta be? Don't worry about it. You asking questions you don't want the answer to, bud. Okay. So, uh, what's my? We will have words on this. Okay, I give you eight health. Okay, so I'm up to ten. There you go. All right. Torn rises, feeling strong but also less strong. For lacking his connection to his god. Alright, Torin, I need you to carry Vert out of here. And, oh, I'll do this. And I'm going to put Derek's head on Vert to keep Vert's head from, like, getting knocked around too much. Cool, I'd cool. Lift him up by the back of his shirt and kind of just carry him. Are you more of an over-the-shoulder kind of carrier or is it like an under-the-arm kind of deal? I would just kind of uh, unceremoniously drag him along by his shirt. <laughs> you have to stop every few minutes to pull his pants back up. Yes, that. Okay, and uh, Derek, you're gonna talk for Vert now, just until he's awake. Um. Uh. Oh. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. Uh. Uh. Pew. Pew. <laughs> Boom. Those are sounds he normally makes. Yes. That's exactly what he says all the time. <gasps> always. I did it. I. 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 I'm an actor. <laughs> okay, so let's shove Vert through this hole in the tunnel and get out of here. You shove Vert through the hole, and then shove Twilight through the hole. Yeah. So um, you emerge. From the rubble, bleeding and exhausted, and you make your way back through the cavern. Um, Are there still zombies outside? It's actually funny you bring that up. Just outside is the antechamber, where there had been dozens of zombies bowing in reverence. Now those corpses lay in pieces like broken toys. Flies buzz around their motionless pile. And as that happens, uh, Debilica's flickering form appears again. Uh, and she's sort of surveying. She's like, wow, you guys did a pretty good job. Best buddy! Hi! Hi. Are you all doing, uh... What do they say when they're being nice? You doing fine? Uh, well, Vert's unconscious, but I think we're doing alright. Uh, Derek is our new Vert right now. Say hi, Derek. H hello? Oh, hello, hello. H how are you? Alright, you... You can't see her, can you? That's okay. If we were not trapped in this hellscape, I would say we need to go to the nearest temple of Hercules. Ooh, yeah, we don't really have one of those. Or any temple, really. Signs of religion are pretty rare around here. You know, for 
obvious reasons. Sorry about that, guys. It's kind of a housekeeping thing. Maybe we can go see Justin. He's all religious. That's a good point. That's a good to point. To the completely wrong and different god, yes. There's a... Just wanted to let you guys know, going through here, uh, I'm not really going to be able to talk to you like this anymore. Uh, but uh, uh, good luck. And uh, yeah, great job, guys. And as she's, uh, as she's saying this, Twilight, you notice she's sprawling something onto her orb. Her little, her little communication orb that she's been usually sprawling on. Uh, well, what you writing there, buddy? She looks up at you and gives you a bit of a wink. On it, you can see the glyph that she normally writes. You could tell by the, the little, the, the swipes of her finger that it's the same glyph she always carves into the orb right before she uses it. And this time she shows it to you, only, uh, Written across the top now, it says, Best Buddy. And the glyph is this this complicated thing, but now that you've seen her write it in a few times, and now that you've got a chance to take a real good look at it, you think you can memorize it. And uh, you said for your, for your level up, you wanted the message spell. So, yes. now you know message. Awesome. So with this spell... I can point my finger toward a creature within range and whisper a message, and that creature and only that creature can hear my message. Mm-hmm. Low-level telepathy. And, uh, yeah. Also, hmm. what do you think of, uh, Ren? I know it's your first time really meeting him in person. Uh, do you think it's okay that I brought him here with Kev? You said as long as he's not hungry, he doesn't start, like, freaking out and killing us all, right? Uh, Yes. That is correct. As long as he's not hungry. Wait, what? You brought that thing out there in public with Kevin? Uh, well, here's the thing. I don't... I don't know if I'm safe back where we were. So I figured hiding out with Yang made the most sense. And, you know, you're always saying how we can use animals to fight. Yes, I can use animals to fight. I have trained them. You found a feral cat. He's a good boy. Listen to his meowing. He's like keeping an eye out of things for us. And he's cuddling up with Kevin's body. That's pretty cool. Just, yeah. just make sure he has all of his digits by the end. The cat or Kevin? Oh, you mean Kevin. I'm sorry. That was a dumb question. Hey, you know what? Other upside? These Phoenix guys don't bother us while he's here. They've just been sort of walking around keeping their distance on the other kid, the other patients. Yeah, no Strox. Um, yeah, so, I, I, it's fine. Man, uh, Manny, I promise you it's fine. He, he seems to really like Kevin, or he wants to eat Kevin. Either way, he's cuddling with Kevin, and it seems to be fine. And we can make sure if he starts nibbling, then we can... What actually can we do? Die? Horribly? Well, there's that positivity. There we go. So, um, but back, back to the game, because I think I saw... Uh, yeah, so I can send messages to anyone, and I can also send it through solid walls. That's right. So, yeah, all Debilica gives you is the look at her orb, and she gives you a bit of a wink. And then you can see that her form is still flickering, still struggling with all ne the necrotic energy that's just left ambient after the portal's opening. And she flickers and then vanishes. And sitting in a row of cubicles... 
in a place that you guys have never seen before. Debilica is sitting at her desk, her arms folded. She lets some other devils that she knows, some co-workers, go by. And she looks at her orb, where she's written, Best Buddy. And she smudges it out with her thumb. And she thinks to herself, Maybe. I wonder what I can do. And now, Twilight, with your level up, you've taken the feat. Lucky. Ooh, okay. And uh, so we're gonna... You may never know exactly what is being... What strings are being pulled behind the scenes, but there is just maybe a hint that someone out there is looking out for you. Oh. Oh, that is awesome. I told you I wanted this feat, and I love how you're... Oh, man, that's great. Well, there you are. I'm into that. There you are. Oh, that's wonderful. Ooh. Okay. Okay, this is great. I love it. Awesome. Um, not, not to... Yeah. Okay. Yes. So with luck, um, just so you're aware, Manny, uh, I get three total luck points, which allows me to roll an additional d20 for any attack roll, ability check, or saving throw, and I can also use it to defend against attacks. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's what's going on. Uh, anyway, so you guys were back in the zombie room. There were a dozen zombies in there, and now they're just broken corpses laying on the ground. Uh, lying on the floor, lying on the floor, they've come undone. Uh, I, uh, that's all I had for this room. You guys want to keep going? Yes. Cool. Yes, please. Uh, they are smelly chunks now. So we limp and walk our way through, me dragging Kevin along the floor. Yes, uh, you go into the hallway, the hallway that you guys used to get here. Uh, you pass by the two zombies you defeated, and they are likewise completely immobile. Um, the one you shamed into submission uh, looks like he died a horrible, painful death. He didn't just turn off, and that's probably your fault. Oh, was I supposed to care? <laughs> <laughs> Twilight goes by it and goes, you know, what this really needs is a belt. And Twilight starts rummaging around the zombie's body to see if they can make a makeshift like wrestling champ belt out of it. In out of the what? zombie? Are, yeah, are you make? Are you gonna like m- out of out of its like rag clothes? Okay. Um, you have a cloth belt. And I I hand it to Torn and went, you win. Yay! As is only right and logical. Its effect is that it smells strongly of dead bodies. Like everything else in this hellscape? In this particular hallway, yes. But now you'll have the smell of dead bodies with you for whenever you may need that. (laughs) Now who? Don't ever say I don't give you guys loot. (laughs) You don't. (laughs) We're still using the same weapons as level one. You'd be surprised how often that follows forward. Yeah, so I, I'll give you, I'll give you a, the belt of smelling like dead bodies. It's the official title. Well, now I have to write it in somewhere. <laughs> Finally, uh, the party reaches the curtain to Justin's hideaway. You pull it away, and you see Justin's wives are sitting on the beds in silence, with the exception of the smallest wife, the 12-year-old, who is quietly whimpering. The tallest wife has removed her veil and is lying on the bed smoking a hand-rolled cigarette. The middlest wife is bowed in prayer. 
Justin himself is standing with his arms outstretched, maintaining a barrier over the door and quietly praying. Solinari, I have no strength of my own. Forgive me for my arrogance. Please continue to protect those around me. I haven't the power to do so on my own. Please allow evil to pass from here without incident. I haven't the power to do Hi, so on my own. Hi, Justin! Ah! Oh, oh, good, you guys are back. Yeah. Are we safe? I mean, I don't know, is the crowd still out there? I mean, we took care of the thing back here. We have slain the evil, foolish, ignorant cleric. <sighs> I, um... Well, thank you. You've protected us all. The crowd's been... Well, there was a lot of screaming for a while, and, and now the crowd's been silent? I don't know, maybe they went back to town and gave up. Also, someone, not us, a complete stranger, broke your magical rock. <laughs> <laughs> the Ion Stone? Completely smashed. Released a bunch of devils. You probably shouldn't have been using it anymore. Maybe it's better that way. Honestly, it was just a way for Hysterion to manipulate me. Now that I've chased him off for good, maybe we can, maybe we can move on. And he, as he says this, he's, his whole body starts to sag with exhaustion against his barrier. And he just starts sliding down it. Uh, Twilight goes over to the door and opens it slowly and pokes their head out. Is anyone out there? Um, surprisingly, no. What you see is the gray mists of this, of this section of the maze. To your left, you can see a doorway that is more than likely to the way out, if you remember correctly. Like, just moving on through the rest of the maze. To your right, you can see the, the stairs, the, just really the silhouette of the stairs that were being used as a, as a platform. For Justin's cult. On those stairs, there's the outline of a large man who you can't really tell, but maybe he has wings? And you don't really see anyone else. Uh, they could just be too far away. Okay. What do you see, Ally Twilight? Uh, I see someone. I think it might be a devil. Should I go say hi? No. What are you, mad? We're down a murder note. I'm gonna go say hi. Um. Uh, Twilight, <laughs> Twilight starts moving towards the large man. Torn picks up Vert, kind of holds him like a football, ready to throw him, lacking any other strength or weapon, and follows. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, so you, you run out uh, into the mist and see that there is, in fact, a devil standing on the platform. Uh, he... What you can see as you arrive is this devil is pulling his spear out from the body of someone you remember to be one of Justin's cultists. Um, he, he pulls the body off with one hand as though he were cleaning a fork and tosses it down to the bottom of the stairs. As you get closer, you can see... There are bodies everywhere. You can't hear anyone else running around. And there's blood all over these stairs and, and the little huts they had in their makeshift village. And as you look up, you realize you remember this devil. Bright pink tentacled beard uh, seems to smell you. And that turns to face you before the rest of the devil does. 
It's Paralysis. What? What'd you do? What'd you... What'd you... Why did you do this? Why did you kill all of them? They didn't do anything wrong! Why did I do my job? Ugh, God, you guys. Is Debilica still protecting you, or can I kill you guys now, too? Twilight is sh visibly shaking and very, very angry and trying to contain themselves because they know they, they don't have any strength right now. I can't believe you just killed everyone. He, he just shrugs. Yeah, got a code gray around here. Someone chased off their devil. Can't corrupt him. You just got to get rid of him. Wasted stock, really. Bummer. Could you possibly do this? Well, I, um, I stabbed him with this. Twilight draws their loot and casts Shatter. Go ahead. Is that the AoE ability? Okay. Uh, no, this is the one that goes in a, in a specific direction, so it won't hurt you. Um, I need you to roll a constitution save. Cool. Fourteen. Uh, did not save. Well, what happens? Okay, so you get 3d8 thunder damage. So 6 plus 7, that's 13, plus 1, that's 14. So Twilight draws their loot and slams down as hard as they can um, and casts Shatter towards Paralysis and is screaming at the top of their lungs as they do it. Just... Whoa. Oh, I almost forgot. I have advantage on saving throws. Sorry, uh, 20. Oh, well, um, in that case, you take half of that damage. Okay. So, yeah. So instead of 14, you take 7 damage. Yeah, so you you cast Shatter, and it hits Paralysis, and he's sort of, like, he's knocked back a little bit. Like, he takes a step back, like he got hit with a strong breeze, but otherwise he seems like he's relatively okay. And he says, Oh, gods. And uh, roll initiative, everybody. Oh, shit. We are at almost no strength, down a person. I have no yeah, god powers. You're getting Eight. the idea here. I got a 19. Okay. Uh, 8, 90. Twilight is going to go first. But what about Vert? Doesn't he roll? Does Vert's unconscious body roll? This is really important that you tell us. Um... Twilight would like to cast uh, Tasha's Hideous Laughter. Go ahead. Hit me with that slap. Alright. Yep, I'm going to need you to roll a wisdom saving throw. Okay. He has advantage on saving throws. Yeah, I know, but that's all my abilities. 21. Okay. Um, I'm going to need you to go shrock yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need you to go shrock yourself. Uh, yeah, uh, so Twilight casts Tasha's Hideous Laughter and sees that doesn't work and backs up, uh, behind Torin. Uh, I don't even have acid right now. I am down literally everything. Okay. Whose turn is it? It is Paralysis' turn. So, uh, Paralysis is going to, uh, open his wings up and jump down so that he's right in front of really the two of you, both of you, uh, Twilight and Torin. 
he can see that Vert is unconscious under Torin's arm. Uh, and what's going to happen is uh, 20 is going to hit Torin. And second attack, uh, Vert, your AC is less than 20, so I think we're clear here. Um, uh, his beard is going to lash out at each of you, and I need you to make a constitution check. I can roll uh, to use cutting words, which will allow me to use one of my bardic inspirations to subtract from that roll. To my, my attack roll? Yes. Okay, by how much? Uh, six. Okay, uh, 14 to hit. <clears throat> Does my proficiency bonus go along with the constitution bonus? Not in this case, no. So I ju- only have roll d20 get constitution plus. Uh, yes. Nat D20 plus one. What? All right. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> and uh, so, uh, Twilight, though, what did that, that 14 do for you? My, my saving throw was a 16. No, not the saving throw. Your armor class. Oh, yeah, it hit me. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, he's trying to sting you guys non-lethally, so it didn't do any damage, but... Alright, it looks like you survived the saving throws, which is poofing. So that means it's Torin's turn. Torin will set down Vert, pull out his halberd, and just give it all he's got. Go ahead. Twilight would like to use a bonus action to give him a bardic inspiration. Sounds reasonable. Okay. So I roll d20 to hit. So go ahead, Torin. With my proficiency bonus. And then you get another d6 on top of that. And add a d6. And I think, uh, other than proficiency bonus, do I get anything else for rolling to hit? Um, well, you get that. Other than the d6 and the plus two, like, none of my stats come into play for that as well, right? No strength or dexterity or nothing? It's a plus... You get the plus one from your halberd being silver. Okay, so 14, and the 5 on d6, plus the 6. I threw out too many numbers. <laughs> Did you do... Is it too much math? Is that the problem? One sec. You can't see anything, so you don't know anything. That's 31. Wrong, that's 25. I thought you said 14 plus 6 plus 5 plus 6. I don't know. Matt Where'd that fourth 6 come from? No. Let's just say, let's just say we hit, six. okay? Let's just say we hit. <laughs> we hit. Okay, okay how much it. damage? And uh, damage, 1d10. I don't... No, wait. Yeah, still one, 1d10. Yeah, 1d10 plus strength plus 1. 7 plus 3 plus 1. Hey, 11 damage. That's pretty good. All right, cool. Uh, goes to Twilight. Does he just not even react? Oh, oh. Um, I stabbed him or slashed him with a halberd with silver. You're right, you're right. My fault, I'm not being cinematic enough for you. Yeah, you stab him and the uh, the smoke and the steam comes off of him uh, where you've, you've stabbed him in the tummy. And he looks at you with an air of more frustration than anger. Just, he kind of rolls his eyes. I will cast a different spell. Maybe one that doesn't involve laughter. 
<laughs> one that doesn't involve joy. Oh, you know what? He is a devil. I'm going to use my silvered rapier on him. Sounds reasonable. Yeah. So Twilight's going to draw their silvered rapier and attack with it. Because that's gone so well in the past. It has. Thank you very much. Um, Remember that forearm giant uh, suit of armor that almost chopped your head off? Uh, that's a 20, not Nat. All right. No, that'll hit. Awesome. And I'm going to roll the hit. You did, though. I mean, I'm gonna roll the damage. Okay. Just kidding. You can just you can just roll it. You don't gotta tell me. I believe you. He wasn't confident about his first roll to hit. Twilight just pauses. <laughs> it's like, no wait. Let me let me think this through again. <laughs> That's a nine. Nine damage. All right. Another another steamy slash across his chest. He's not wearing armor, and now he's looking at you guys with the frustration slowly becoming genuine fury. He will, uh, he will, in, in a childlike frustration, smash the end of his spear on the ground and uh, roar, just, You guys just had to walk away! You just had to walk away! Twilight's eyes are starting to pull with that same black we saw back in Balderdash when we first arrived there. Twilight's anger is, like, it's very difficult to contain at this point. And Twilight looks at Paralysis and goes, You just have to die. Alright, uh, that's brutal. He is going to... Okay, cool. So, 20 and 24 to hit? Feels pretty good. Uh, can you guys give me your constitution saving throws again, please? That was nothing. I got a, I got a four. Do I still have a plus okay. uh, D6, or was that only for my attack? That was only the one time. Active. Yeah. I'd have to give you another Bardic Inspiration, but I only have one left, so I'm saving it. Uh, Thirteen. All right, so the, the beard lashes out again, and uh, Twilight, in their rage, gets smacked across the face with this writhing pink tentacle, and... Similar to when you tried to just barely touch it before, but now a hundred times worse, you can feel that tingling sensation writhe through their entire body. And in your giant rage, you collapse to the floor. And you find yourself unable to move your arms and legs, and barely move your mouth. What did you do? He just points at his beard and he says, Paralysis. Paralysis. Par he gets really, really close to your face and says, Paralysis. I'll kill you! He shrugs. Uh, and it is Torin's turn. Torin, you managed to evade twice now These the writhing beard. It, it struck you, uh, and the tingling sensations are, are writhing through you, but through sheer force of will, you're continuing to move. You think that's enough to stop me? And he, he nods at you very solemnly, like, mm-hmm, yeah, I've done this before. And I will strike again. I don't know. I guess I'll go for his beard or face. Yes. <laughs> okay. Take a, uh, take a minus two for that. They are, they're very hard to hit. They're writhing around and, and wiggling about, so they're kind of hard to pin down. I was just going to aim for the base of it, like his chin or something. Either way, take the minus two for the hit. Okay, so that's 19, plus 3 strength, plus 2 proficiency, plus 1 silver. 
So twenty-five. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll hit with that, I dare say. Okay, so seven plus four, so eleven again. Eleven. Oh wait, again. And yeah, wow. the the minus two was only to hit, right? Uh, yeah. So yeah, then I still hit because it was over twenty. Screw you, Mister God. Sure DM. <laughs> oh yeah, just wait till I throw AC twenty-one and twenty-two monsters at you. <laughs> Yeah, you for sure hit, and you drag your your halberd through the air, spinning it over your head, and catch him off guard as you clip into uh, part of his beard, and you see three or four tentacles fall off. And he looks down at the floor, and now what was a boiling possible anger is a genuine, complete rage. Uh... And he is going to uh, react to this. Ooh. Uh, he is going to run forward, uh, stabbing his spear into the ground. He runs forward with both arms out and bear hugs Torin. And uh, I'm sorry, buddy. What was your health at again? Ten. Okay, this, this is going to be interesting. All right, so he's going to bear hug you and just start squeezing you. Um, he he broke way past your AC for that. He got 18 to hit you. Um, roll your, uh, strength. D20. To see if you can break out of this. Strength is 17, but let's see. So I got a 15. Okay. Not gonna work. Sorry, buddy. Uh, 19. So he is squeezing you. He squeezes you for 7 damage. You can hear your your vertebrae cracking. He's squeezing you so hard. You're not seriously playing without me, are you? Kev? Buddy, you're okay! <clears throat> oh. <sighs> yes. Gentle. Please. I'm fine. Wait, where am I? This isn't the bunker. You're at Yang's new base. He took you here after Burning Man. You've been out of it for a month. Oh, gods. A month? Yeah, but but you're here. And hang on, someone wants to say hi. You just had to go and play hero, didn't you? <laughs> uh, it hurts to laugh. It's good to hear your voice too, Manny. Next time, I'm the one going in. Unlike the rest of you, I've been training for stuff like this. You'll get your time, man. But, Kev, uh, we could finish this up another time now that you're awake. It's just a level-up session. We no. don't have to do anything. No, it's okay. I mean, I may need a second. Tell me what I've missed. Oh, boy. it's uh, <laughs> It's been a lot. Okay, so first off, Yang has built an army he calls the Feng Huang, or the Phoenix, and then he went off and he just... Lovely listeners, we have some very exciting news. Moving forward, you will now have the ability to kill NPCs. That's right. From our Burning Men data, we have learned that you all thrive 
off of sudden and gratuitous violence. What better way to let off some steam than by participating in our NPC Kill Zones, much like your favorite form of video interface entertainment from the early 2000s, you will have the opportunity to journey throughout our pre-rendered environments and purge yourself of any and all urges to cause harm. What a time to be alive! And for all of you, these experiences are free. For five minutes every day, you'll get a limited amount of ammo to use in our kill zones. And of course, if you should decide that you want more time and more ammo, you are more than welcome to pay for a set amount to increase each. As the saying goes, the more you give, the more you get. Wow. So, he really got so many people to join him. Yeah, I mean... After Portrait turned on everyone during Burning Man, it wasn't too hard. Serves those straw suckers right, too. They'll get what's coming to them. Yeah. Mitch? What do you think of all this? Mitch? I think what matters is that you're safe. We should let you rest now, no. and we can go back to this... Kev? I've been asleep for a month, and I'm guessing it'll take some time before I can move around fully and get out of this stalking bed. Just let me play for a bit. I won't overdo it. I promise. Okay, if you feel up to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe you can help us out. Uh, Torrin's almost dead. Twilight's paralyzed. Uh, I have your dice here. Hold on, uh... We got your dice from the bunker, so you can use these. You found the bunker? Yeah, yeah. We managed to get some of your stuff. Uh, we we could talk about it later. Uh, it's a lot of information. Are you you're sure you're up for a, for a game? Yeah. I could use a distraction. Okay. Um, okay, uh, Mitch, go ahead. Um, oh, we, we made Vert unconscious, so I guess you wake up? Mitch, how do you want to handle this? He probably wakes up because the helmet on his head keeps talking. <laughs> <laughs> Helmet. Oh yeah, I put Derek. I put Derek on your head. Yeah. So, uh, Derek's on your head. He's he's not comfortable with that. Yeah, likewise. Uh, you've been unconscious. We, I had you guys start playing again right where you last had that boss battle, and all you've really done is walk back out to the cult okay. of the of the Ion Stone, and now uh, you found Paralysis there, and he's killed everyone who was in that mob earlier. Is that and now you guys have picked a fight with him. Uh, Twilight is laying on the floor, uh, paralyzed by Paralysis tentacles, uh, and he is bear hugging uh, Torin to possibly death. Except uh, you woke up right in the middle of his attack roll. Okay. So let me just—he's doing the hug, and while he's giving you the huggles, Torin. 
Yes! Oh, my rolls are on point today. Um, Torin, give me one more constitution saving throw, please. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna give me this honor before you slay me? Maybe. 18 plus 1, so 19. Freaking kidding me. <laughs> he starts smacking you directly in the face with his tentacles, but it's having trouble going through your dragon scales. Can I headbutt him? It's Vert's turn? <laughs> no, wait, no, it is in the turn order, it's Torin's turn. Vert, I'm going to throw you into the end of the turn yeah, order. It sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a second to catch up, yeah. buddy. So, uh, yeah, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead, Torin. So what would I roll? Just regular d20 for, I'm guessing because my arms are pinned. You are in a grapple. So what you can do is you can't move, uh, you can still attack, or you could try to break the grapple with a strength check. Hmm. Can I try biting his face with dragon teeth? Oh my Why god, not? can he? Let's call, that, let's call that an unarmed roll. So what would I roll for uh, that? Strength. <laughs> up, that's an up and down strength, right? I do believe it is. I believe... Uh, so just the d20? Your d20 plus your strength modifier. 17 plus 3. That's gonna hit. Your damage is gonna be 1 plus your strength mod. So 4. 4. So a total of 2. Uh, yeah, you bite down on his face. <laughs> and you say that. And he tastes a bit like taffy, which is weird. But otherwise, yeah, you bite down and he's like, NO KISSING! And he squeezes you a little harder. Uh, Vert's turn. It's a battle of squeezes. My jaw versus his muscles. You take one little nap. <laughs> That's all it was. Vert is looking, assessing, um... It's just paralysis. It's just paralysis, as far as you can okay. see. I'll tell you, it's just, it's just Paralysis. Um, Bert's gonna let a magic missile go against Paralysis. Cool. That's nine points of damage. Whoa. Wait, All Kevin, right. I remember an old movie called Pool Dead. Aim for his butt. <laughs> this sounds like a, actually, a really good plan. <clears throat> Pool Dead, huh? I believe it was the fifth one. Did you? Okay. Are you aiming for his butt? Sure. I mean, I'm still like on the ground, so it's it's in direct line. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. No. Sitting up from your position on the floor, <laughs> you you arc some magic missiles around to smack him on the butt, and he looks at you and says, "I already said no kissing." <laughs> oh. While I'm chewing on the on his face. <laughs> Both ends. And then it is going to go to Twilight, laying on the ground paralyzed. So uh, paralysis is uh, you can't move. You automatically fail uh, strength and dexterity saving throws. Attacks against you have advantage. And any oh. attack that hits you does critical hit damage. Oh, that's fun. Can I roll to get out of my par paralysis? Indeed you can. You can try to do your constitution save again. Okay. I'm going to try it. Uh, no. Uh, I am going to use a luck point. 
and I'm going to be like, I'm trying to move. I'm like, come on. Come on, best buddy. If you have anything you could do to help me with this, I could really use your help. I'm going to try again. Whoo! That was a 20. Son of a bitch. You're the one who made him lucky. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to backfire. <laughs> See, just the tiniest little sparkle of magic flows through you in that moment when you're trying to move. And you can feel the tingles of the paralysis weaken just enough that you can get your bearings back on your own body. Okay. Uh, and yeah, your paralysis is is broken. You can take your turn. Okay. Um, it's a full turn? Like, I can use this as a full action? Uh, well, you're on the ground, so it'll cost your movement to stand up, but otherwise, yeah. Okay. Twilight is gonna get, like, slowly up, and they are gonna survey... Notice that Vert's awake. Notice that Torn looks broken. And, like, have a serious moment of consideration of what to do next. Because Twilight is still in rage mode right now. Mm-hmm. And Twilight goes, Get out! Uh, saying that to Vert and Torn. And Twilight runs full force at Paralys. You sound like I'm okay. choosing to be hugged by him. And well, I thought he let him go, didn't he? Or no? no? Oh no, he's still in the grapple. Oh, uh, okay. It's a so grapple. Twilight I'm being runs... squeezed. I'm biting his face. Twilight runs at Paralis and jumps up onto his arms because he's huge, <laughs> and tries to stab Paralis in the forehead. Whoa. All right, roll to hit. Uh, that is a seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Plus Luckily, I aimed yeah, for the face hit. and not his head. Yeah, that'll that'll hit for sure. Okay, that is a five for damage. Okay, and he is. Uh, it, you stab him. It's gonna glance off of his horn and leave a, a steaming uh, sort of uh, scorch and scratch mark across one of his horns on his head. Uh. But he is he is otherwise unfazed by that. You okay. still you still did and your damage. I'm just saying you, you left a cosmetic mark on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and and does he drop Torn from that? I am going to say yes. He is he okay. uh, yeah. You've knocked him out of the grapple. He lets go of it. And it goes to Paralysis' and, turn. Okay, wait, hold on. I have a bonus action still since he dropped Torn. Okay. Twilight is going to place a hand on... Tw- like, Twilight's going to drop down after stabbing Paralys. Mm-hmm. Place a hand on Torn's shoulder and go, You've been a really good friend. And give Torn a bardic inspiration. And then placing themselves between Torn and Paralys. Get Vert out of here. That's going to go to Paralys' turn. And he is... He looks exhausted and angry. There is black devil's blood pouring out of the wounds on his torso. Uh, There is this gross light green ooze coming out of the severed parts of his beard. Uh, And he looks at you with... uh, What's the right term here? When you're so angry, you're bored of it. Contempt? Yes, he looks at you with pure contempt. Hatred and malice. And he says, I want you to remember that I was trying to just barely paralyze you. 
didn't have to do it this way. And he picks the spear up out of the ground. Uh, Torin, that is going to hit you. And Twilight, that is going to hit you. Okay. Uh, he he is stabbing through, uh, through Twilight into Torin. With his with his curved uh, talon spear, and he's going to hit both of you for twelve damage. Okay, uh, Twilight is now unconscious, with a spear through their body. Are we and unconscious we... or you know impaled and dead? You are you are unconscious with pretty bad wounds, and he's going to. Uh, Paralysis is going to peel you two off of his spear and look at Vert and say, Tell Dubilica that I only need one of you to make her cohort successful. And then he, he hoists the spear up onto his shoulder and he starts slowly, he's, he's exhausted, you can tell by his movements, but slowly walking away. Uh, into the mist. Uh, Vert, it goes to you. You go for this, Kev? Yeah. Go ahead, man. Tossing it to All you. Right. Um, he looks real, real badly beaten. Yeah. Hmm. Your uh, in the meantime, your other party members are at your feet. Bleeding yeah. through matching gaping chest wounds. Okay, I'm gonna try and stabilize. Uh, I guess Torin looks worse off. Okay, cool. Uh, give me a medicine check, my man. I was kind of hoping for a scene of him trying to drag us to the cleric. <laughs> um, so that's a thirteen. Yeah, Torin's stabilized. Uh, I, I guess you just didn't like Twilight. <laughs> Leaving, leaving that <laughs> well, no, I mean that's next. I'm just teasing. Oh my god! I mean, me and the gnome have always had a better rapport. That's a 19. No, it's fine, Kev. You know, it's not like I haven't been sitting by your bedside this entire time. It's all cool. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> that's a 19 to stabilize. Yeah, you're gonna. They're gonna stabilize, but they are. Uh... So instead of zero hit points, it's like what 0.5. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're unconscious, but you're still. You don't have to make saving throws. Yeah, you're you're back up using using the knowledge he's acquired, just his general knowledge of the world. He's able to Vert's able to patch you two up. Uh, but while he was doing that, Paralysis was able to uh, to get away. You can no longer see him in the mist. Vert just spent an entire year at medical school before he realized it wasn't magic. <laughs> Wait a minute! This is just bandages and surgeries. Damn it, Torin! I am a sorcerer, not a doctor. I mean, I have the doctorate, but I I thought it was a magic school. I remember that. Anybody else watch that Space Trek show where the guy just like has sex with a bunch of like aliens? Is that the one with the green guy? Yeah. Is that the one where he has I some think. weird elf watching him? Huh. We might be talking about different Space Trek shows. Uh, Wait, yeah, no, he has an elf watching him. Yeah. I didn't notice that part. Yeah, and he has that catchphrase, like, live forever and make money. I don't remember. I haven't seen it in a while. He gives people lethal massages? Yeah, that one. Alright, so they're stabilized. He's gone. Um, 
Lovely. Uh, I'm gonna run over and see if I can find Justin. Yeah, you uh, say so yeah, you run over to Justin. He seems exhausted from. Uh, he had been holding the barrier up to keep that angry mob out before, and now he's kind of exhausted himself. Uh, he's laying on the bed. His his middleest wife is is holding him as he he looks like almost unconscious, but he sees you come in and he raises his hand weakly to you. Where is everyone else? We we had a fight with Paralis. They uh, didn't fare too well. Is there anything that you have? That can help us. Oh, Kev, we didn't tell you. The reason why we're fighting Paralis is he killed everyone. We didn't tell you that before you woke up. Oh. Yeah, every all of, all of uh, Justin's followers are dead. I probably would have seen. So just make sure to add that little uh, note. <laughs> yeah, you might want to let Justin yeah. know. I, you know, we'll, we'll pretend Vert found out after he woke up. I guess. Uh, well, I mean, I probably saw the bodies. It's hard to miss the mountain of corpses. Yeah, yeah. You know, you'd mm. think. Mountain of Corpses is a great band name, though. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, what are you uh, saying here to, to yeah, So, uh, the paralysis thing. Um, they uh, they were trying to avenge your your followers. Um, it looks like paralysis was killing them. My followers. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, oh, Solinari, no! And he starts sort of quietly weeping to himself, and his his middle wife gives him a big old hug. Oh. The uh, the his tallest wife, who is laying on the bed smoking a cigarette, uh, she she gets up, she sits up, and then she stands up. She moves over to the altar of Solinari that. Justin has sort of uh, hooked against the wall there. He's sort of, it looks like it's sort of makeshift built themselves. And the wife pulls off a, uh, like a necklace off this altar and puts it around herself and walks over and grabs Justin's staff and says, All right, I'll see what I can do. Uh, how bad is it? Very. Oh. All right, well, we do what we can, right? Uh, so, Vert, you lead this tall cigarette-smoking woman back to the group, and she takes a drag of her cigarette and looks at the carnage and like, Yeah, you're right, that's pretty bad. Gnomes don't lie. Well, not about this. Your friend's still alive? Barely. I was able to stabilize them. You, uh, you bring her over, and she sees the bodies, and she puts her hands out, uh, one hand on each of them leaning her staff against her, her shoulder, and you both are flooded with an immense amount of magical energy. Uh, and you're back to full health. And she <coughs> runs over to you, Vert, with her staff up, and she just kind of lightly bonks you on the head, and there's a, a flow of energy, and you're back to full as well. Now, come on. Help me see if I can find anyone else. Twilight leaps up and goes, I'll kill you! And Twilight's like grabbing at their gut because they remember that's where the spear went and is like flailing at it. And it's like, what happened? Where's Paralys? You got away. Bert? Bert, you're okay. <sighs> Torn, you're okay, buddy. What is with this place and impaling? It's a Vlad thing? I don't know. 
Where are we? You see, you see Davilica like off to the side, and she just kind of shrugs. It's like it literally has been like the fifth time I've been impaled by spears and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it great? The the oldest wife, the, the tallest wife, has started to move back through the crowd of corpses, and she's looking for anyone who's alive. But based on the fact that she's not stopping for anyone, it looks like chances are pretty slim. Well, we managed to blacken his eye, but he still thrashed us brutally. I just wish I had woken up earlier. I don't. I don't really remember what happened there. I blacked out for a second. Did I get stabbed? Mm, more skewered, but yeah. Well, thanks for saving uh, us. Upside though, uh, Twilight, because their kimono is so open, you actually didn't receive any frontal kimono damage. Oh, oh thank the gods. Back's got a hole in it though. Oh no! And I press the digitate it to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta keep this thing looking fresh. I'm not sure you know what prestidigitation is. However, no, it no, does. It, it won't. It cleans. It won't. <laughs> but it won't. But it's. But now it's clean. Uh, Vert actually cast mending. Oh, Which thank helped. you. <laughs> good, good friend. <laughs> I don't need things hanging out. Okay. I love that that's the priority, not the armor that is actually adding to someone's uh, armor class. There is propriety. Wait, what Horror armor? Torin has been stabbed so many times. <laughs> hey, he's probably fine. So, um, Torin's armor, is is it actually all busted up? It's its a little broken and, uh, and bummed out. It's chainmail. It should be fine, right? Um, yeah, then Vert will, um, cast Mending on those pieces. Yeah, there's a little metal, metallic pop, and the, uh, the holes get fixed. If only I'd used my hunter's trap. Maybe it could have bitten into his face better than my teeth. That was funny, that you, you straight up bit a devil on the head. Anyway, the oldest wife, the tallest wife, excuse me, is going about the carnage and looking for survivors, but after a few minutes she... She's searched every house and gives up and comes back to you guys. See, it's, oh, that's, that's not pretty. No one here had anything. It looks like everyone's getting ready to go. Their belongings, their clothes, everything were in piles. I think the cult was getting ready to move on. Move where? Just on. I mean, what are you going to do? No ion stone? No way to get food? You got to find it somewhere. Uh. I'm uh I'm gonna head back to the tent. You guys can come with me if you want, since you guys fended that devil off. What should we do now? Uh you guys get back to Justin's tent where Justin is still recovering. And uh he welcomes all of you back and sees that none of his other followers have come with him. Come with you. He looks at his tall wife smoking her cigarette and she just shakes her head. Yeah, she says yeah. Uh, by the way, my name's Ray. You guys are welcome <laughs> to stay here if you want. Just, you know, get your heads back on you. We got some beds. Uh, we got an altar if you're the praying type. And uh, uh, next to no actual food. Because we were all sort of relying on that damn stone. Uh, Twilight perks up at this and goes, I might be able to help with that. Alright, what you got? Well, um, we came through the maze. And we traveled for a while. But we, we've we kind of been through this whole devil prison quite a bit, and there's a couple of villages you might be interested in checking out. 
uh, there's balderdash that uh, they eat these berries that make you poop. But uh, not so far away from there, we made friends with a bunch of goblins who owned this castle uh, before uh, Portablat took it over. And they're growing food. We taught them how. Ray looks around at the her exhausted extended family and gives a little like, yeah, might be a good idea. Uh, you say, uh, they're what, this way? And Just points Twi- like generally. Twilight says, yeah, but you know what? I think we're going to need to take a while to break. Maybe at some point we could take you there. Yeah, you know what? That'd be pretty nice. All right, sure. Yeah, so you guys, you start recuperating, recovering. And the first thing you notice uh, is, uh, you know, you're laying around. They share a small amount of, like, uh, bits of bread that they have. Not, not enough to really fill you. Um, it's sort of scraps that Ray found from her villagers. Uh, surprisingly, it's not rotten yet. Uh, considering the villagers mostly living off the Ion Stone for so long. Uh, you start resting. Invert, first thing you notice is that your connection to magic, since you're a sorcerer, is a bit more natural. Uh, you can detect magic of a, in a sense the way other people can detect smells and now after this time has passed all of that necrotic energy is totally gone and you realize that the illusion school of magic is pervasive and you realize it must have been like that this whole time you just didn't notice it until now you know until you had that other necrotic energy to fight mm-hmm. against it and with that with that feeling of this illusion magic flowing through your body, you feel almost empowered by it, and your connection to it feels a little bit stronger than usual. Uh, you level up now, Bert, mm. and your uh, you told me that when you hit this level, you wanted Misty Step and Minor Illusion, yeah. right? So now with this necrotic energy clearing and you being more aware of the illusion school of magic filling the room, refilling the room, uh, these spells almost feel like second nature to you. Alright. Um, Vert actually uses uh, the minor illusion and creates a small figurine in his hand, just randomly looking at, at it. And it was nothing particularly special. Um, very surprised. What what kind of figurine is um, it? Um, it's just a small porcelain figurine. Um, sort of nondescript. Doesn't seem to have a gender. It's just a figurine. Um, looks sort of humanoid, but no definitions. You made a Twilight figurine? Uh, no horns. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. damn. What, is it just sort of like a vaguely, like, a vaguely humanoid? Yeah. Thing? I think he made, like, a tiny mannequin in his hand. Kind of, yeah. There's nothing specific to it. He's just messing around with the magic. Um, as he does Derek, this... Hmm? Derek sees it and thinks of his home. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Ow. Yeah, he's still stuck on Bert's head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you, can you take me off, please? Uh, I, don't, yeah, Bert, I don't like this. Bert removes Derek. Thank you. I'd do it myself, but uh, no limbs. <laughs> you know how that is. Hands him back over to Twilight. Um, however, when uh, Vert removes Derek, uh, you'll notice on 
Ert's neck, uh, there are scales. Blue cool. scales, but they are actually staying. Yeah, little blue scales now appear. Dun, dun, dun. And then, uh, Torin, uh, what do you do in Justin's tent? Hmm. Well, I check myself over, and I guess I look at the altar and say, well, it's not my god, but maybe he'll still be listening. And I guess I go to kneel on one knee in front of the altar and see if I can reach out to Hercules. Uh, yeah, you reach out to Hercules, and his voice comes to you faintly, like, uh, like making a call with the wrong equipment. And, uh, hey... Bro, what's going on? My lord, I have lost my holy symbol, but it was in the call of duty. I have blocked the portal, disallowing the undead to attack this hellscape, but turns out it could have been a lot worse. Sounds like you saved a lot of lives, dude. Good job. But does that make up for the lives I took? Probably not, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready! Oh my god! What do I do, Hercules? Where can I find your symbol? Where can I find your influence in this dark, dark realm? You're a being of good, man. Which means other beings of good will always be alongside you, filling them with their light. This is an altar, Solinari. She's pretty cool and really hot. She can help you on your quest until you find another way to contact me properly, not through one of these weird long-distance calls. Try talking to her a little bit. See if she helps you out. Are you saying I should seek the guidance of another god until I can reach you once more? We gods who work for the light are all really pretty much on the same side. If you have good intentions in your heart, real good intentions, the genuine stuff, then, just maybe, your connection to me isn't as cut off as you think. I will try. Alright, dude. Peace. And he... <laughs> his voice fades from your head. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. I think I'm dead. <laughs> so Torin tries reaching out to this other... What was it? Goddess? Yes, uh, Solinari. Justin's goddess. Solinari. Are you there? And a gentle wafting, wafting? I've only ever seen that word written. Feminine voice uh, comes in. I have heard of your great deeds, Torin of the Black Blood. You have saved many lives today and sacrificed a great many things. I wish to protect you so that you may continue to aid those who need it. 
And as you're praying, uh, Ray, the tallest wife, actually steps up next to you and then kneels down and begins to pray as well. Um, you can't hear what prayers they're having, but you wait patiently. And Ray says, huh, really? Well, all right. I mean, you're the boss. And, uh, Ray taps you on the shoulder, and she's like, uh, Solinari says you can stand up now. And I rise? You rise. Uh, she looks at you, uh, up and down, she goes, All right, look, I'm not super keen on this, but I gotta follow orders, right? So, Solinari says you did some good work here. She says you saved a lot of lives. Now, I'm looking at the tent flap here, and I'm thinking, you know, maybe, maybe not. But, I guess you can't be everywhere at once. So... Here's what Solinari says. And uh, Ray reaches down her shirt, uh, and she takes off her amulet to Solinari, and she hands it over to you. And it's an amulet that has the, uh, it's a circle with a cross on the bottom, and uh, a, a sun in the middle of that circle. She says, uh, all right, you take this, and uh, it's not going to be perfect. It's not a connection to Hercules, but it'll let you connect with the gods sort of generally. Just don't mess up your prayers too bad. Keep them memorized, and you should be all right. Um, so you've got a, a holy symbol back, but don't roll a one on it. <laughs> okay. Don't roll a one on it. That is... So Torin puts it around his neck, and oh, he no. feels a slightly familiar sensation... Of the godlike energy pouring through him, but it's not the same. Exactly, it's not the same. It's not the strength of Hercules. It's more this pervading <clears throat> calmness. Um, it's it's also not vibrating or glowing right now, so that's pretty cool. I hope this will aid me in combat, but at least from what I've seen, I can still heal my allies. Uh, we get hurt a lot. Yeah, Ray, uh, she closes her eyes again, gets another message. When she opens them back up, she clasps a hand on your shoulder. She says, oh, all right, Solinari tells me you actually did some, uh, some pretty good work over there. Pointing at, like, where the cave was. Huh. Hey, by the way, you seem pretty tough. You did a good job taking hits. I've not seen a whole lot of people get stabbed through the stomach. In fact, I can show you there's about a hundred people out there who got stabbed through the stomach a little less successfully than you did. Pain is simply another way to find power. Huh. Power, huh? You know about power? You big, big strong man, and she, like, like punches you gently on the arms. You big tough guy, huh? Is that who you are? I have survived many a combat, yes. Now look here. You see the scrawny dude over there? And she's pointing at Justin. He's like, now that guy over there, that guy can take a hit. I didn't originally want to be one of his one of his wives, you know? But, like, I wanted a bed. But that kid over there, he's really showing his stuff. He's been pouring his heart out for these people out there for weeks. Now, if you want to talk about strength, yeah, I could stab you through the stomach any number of times you want. Believe me, I will, and I'll take great joy in it. It'll be hilarious. But... <laughs> but look here, you want to talk about real strength? You want to talk about real strength? 
Look over there at my supposed husband, passing out because he dedicated his whole life to protecting a bunch of people he only met like six weeks ago. And, Torin, you think on this, and you realize that, yeah, you're a tough dude. But are you tough in here? And I know you can't see me right now, Manny, but I'm like touching my head. Which is the one on top of your neck. You knew that. Um, According to my intelligence, I'm not very tough there. <laughs> and you think, uh, yeah, maybe it's not about how much blood you can lose, but how many times you can stand back <laughs> up. How many times you're willing to to take a hit for other people. And now you No matter are, how many times I fall down, I must always get back up to do what's right. That's right. And as you think that, uh, Justin leaning on the, the shoulders of his of his other wife uh, stands up and comes over to you and asks you if you need anything. While I would prefer a more direct connection to Hercules, you have done more than enough by letting me borrow the power of your goddess. I do apologize for my comments earlier. Solinari is an excellent, an excellent mother. She will take care of you. I'll lend you any of my power I can in the meantime, but I must protect these women first. Good luck, friend. And he uh, he gives you like a like a tap on the arm. That seems to be about as much as he can do before his crying wife lays him down on a bed. And then he takes a nap. And uh, Torin, How does this... Torin, you level up. Uh, you take the feet tough. And I believe that should put all of you at level four now, right? Yep. All yeah. right. So, how do I do the math for this? Because it just says my hit point maximum increases by an amount equal to twice my level when I gain it. Uh, well, your level right now is four, so twice your level would be eight. So I gain eight more hit points? Yes. And then after this, I would gain two additional hit points every level up. That's right. Also, all of you, all of you roll your hit dice now, and whatever you get, add to your hit point maximum. So I get 8 plus whatever I roll on the... Was it a d20? Uh, it, it, your uh, hit die is, I believe... Oh, I, I think I wrote it down to a d10. D10, yes. Plus your... It's it's your hit die plus your constitution modifier plus... Hit die yeah. plus constitution plus the 8 from the twice my level. Yes. I still have one more spell I need to learn. Should I learn? You got it. Uh, I just got okay, it. Okay, so I rolled okay. an 8 plus the 1, so 8 plus 9. So, Twilight, jumping to you again, uh, what do you yes. <laughs> What do you want to do uh, waiting here in Justin's area? Twilight feels something within them. Uh, something familiar and darker, something from their past. They're really worried because they're getting the impression that they've been blacking out a lot more often since coming to this devil prison and while they're thinking about it they suddenly get distracted because they see the littlest wife uh still crying in the corner and twilight being who they are uh decides to go cheer them up 
Okay, so you go to Ginny, and what is it you what is it they feel? Uh, Twilight sees Ginny and recognizes this kind of innocence that Twilight feels like they once had, that they're like losing steadily over time. Because Twilight's usually so happy-go-lucky and so, like, be friends with everyone. And Twilight can kind of feel this darkness in them. And they want to get rid of that darkness by doing something positive that doesn't include causing harm. And so they make their way over the Ginny. And they reach into their kimono. And they pull out that same little black box. And they open it. And inside the black box, they seem to reach for one thing first. Something that's, like not they're not very comfortable with hesitates and then they reach and take out the ocarina again and twilight comes over and goes hi um i'm twilight what what's your name she says okay hi jenny um so i like to play music would you would you like to listen to some nice music she just nods and uh her crying has receded a little bit, and she lays her head down uh, on your arm. Okay. Twilight um, sits down next to Ginny and leans against the wall with the little girl leaning on their arm. And uh, I roll my performance, and I get a an 18. You're going to – I'm going to give you an auto-succeed. Okay. Don't worry about it. Um, I, I start playing this really quiet melody. And it's a lot different than songs I've played in the past that have just been very one note and like happy. Twilight is accessing something deep within them that is a lot more complicated. And so the music is very somber, but also there's a tinge of hope to it. And it's more reflective of the experiences they've had so far. Okay, well, go ahead and sing that for me, then. Um, let me think. I'm kidding, I'm uh, kidding. Dude, you I was gonna do, do it. <laughs> great. Hey, so, I know we recorded our last game for Burning Men, but I was thinking, like, maybe it'd be really cool. Mitch, I heard you added some, like, audio effects to your voice for people. Maybe we could do that and, like, play some of these, like, uh, record some of this stuff for, like, the Phoenix or whatever so you can listen to us and relax. Do you think they'd want to? I, maybe. Hmm. I mean, there's only one way to find out. It can't all just be like death, death, death all the time, you know? And I think the reason why we're around here is because we found some stuff to enjoy. I could, I could like figure out a song to add to this that I think would be really nice. Sure, try it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot, and hopefully when you guys go back and listen, uh, you'll hear this. It'll be real neat. But uh, that being said, um. Yeah, no, that's good. I'm just saying that it was too risky bringing them here. And I am acknowledging that you indeed said that. So that's it? End of conversation. How can we possibly hope for success when we bring outsiders Wait, to us? Who's that? Oh, uh, that's Yang's right hand. Her voice sounds... It's so familiar. Kev? We will talk about this later. Ah, so you are awake. That is excellent. I would like to introduce you to- Hello, Kevin Jess. It's a pleasure to meet you. My name is- Lily? Aha, no. My name is- How? When? You're not real. 
I am sorry, Kevin. I do not know who this Lily is. You're not real. You're not real. None of this Kevin? is real. Kevin, calm head. down. Get out of my head. What is wrong with you? Get out of my head. Who's there? No. What's happening? Oh my God. Get the doctor. We need to sedate him before his heart stops. Yes, sir. And Amelia. Meet me in my quarters. I want answers. Sir. Lovely listeners, today has been a very exciting day indeed. We've come up with so many new and extravagant and pre-approved activities for everyone to take part in. Why, I think I may even consider making music a staple of our podcast. Your carefully crafted letters were so appreciative of the EDM we played during Burning Men, and I would so hate to deny you any amount of joy. Uh, unless the overseer specifically wished for that to happen, of course. But I have a feeling that they enjoyed the music as well. In fact... Some of these letters seem to come from a certain <coughs> Capitan that you all may remember. Well, Capitan Laurent, don't worry. Your letters have been heard, and I want you to stay tuned for the sound of ravenous lovemaking over the crackling of spoons. Thank you, everyone, and keep living your truth. Hey, Jmark again. Just wanted to pop in here to say thank you to each and every one of you. And a very special shout out to our fans out there in Norway. I can't believe we have an international following and part of why we feel so comfortable and confident about moving forward with a live show is because of you all out there. We can't believe you all found us, and we're really excited to meet you one day. Hopefully, maybe you bring us out. I also wanted to let you all know that we are getting ready to move into our third arc. This is our second Moments for Spite, and while it wasn't as relaxing as the first, still a good chance for a level up, and maybe Mitch will let us catch a little bit of a break in the next episode. That being said... Don't forget to continue liking, commenting, and sharing on all of our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram posts. Seriously, it means the world to us. And if you tweet Facebook or Instagram about the show and tag us at TFUCast and use the hashtag UnpluggedRising, you could be named as an NPC on the show. People like Ray, named after Amanda Ray Hamilton or at Pandora Danger on Instagram and Twitter. Anyway... That's it from me. Once again, thank you so much to everyone for supporting the podcast. Thank you for helping our little community grow, and we hope to see more people join our little family. So be sure to tell your friends, tell your loved ones, and invite them to our official fan group. Our next episode will be coming out in two weeks. I can't believe we're already in May. Time is definitely flying by. Uh, that will be on May 10th, and it'll be the start of a new arc. So definitely continue talking about the show and tagging us with the hashtag UnpluggedRising. Maybe you'll be named as an NPC. 
Anyway, that's it for me. So I'm going to head out here and uh, remember, the overseers are always watching.